Good morning, everyone. As a lot of you probably already know, Friday means that Sana, me, will be talking about chocolate. And for the ones of you listening in last week, you know I was in Amsterdam at Chocoa, one of the most amazing chocolate events in Europe. So I'm going to talk to you a lot about that today. And within that, I also had the opportunity to finally meet Hazel Lee and attend one of her Taste with Color workshops. So I'm going to talk to you about that as well, since, it's, uh, since it was one of the things that I was really looking forward to at the Chocoa event. When I talked to you last Friday, I was just mentioning the Meet the Makers Forum, because on Thursday and Friday last week, that's what I intended. Attended. <laughs> I was listening in to inspirational, knowledgeable people who taught me a lot about making chocolate, harvesting chocolate, and a lot more about these incredible processes that I'm obsessed with in so many ways. And I think everyone's familiar with the fact that once you're interested in something and when you feel like you know a lot about something, that only means that you understand how little you know and how much more there is to learn. And that's why I'm always so happy when I get to share this passion of mine, chocolate, with other people. It's so easy when, when I talk to people in the tasting or I meet people in my everyday life that we talk about the chocolate that, that we eat. I rarely get to talk to people who have 100% knowledge in, in what they are doing. One specific thing when it comes to their farm or how to ferment cacao in, in their opinion in the best way. So everyone's so full of knowledge and with different focus. I've talked to people who come from all over the world, either as chocolate makers, buying beans from uh, different uh, locations, knowing that depending on the origin, they will get different flavors. I've met the people sourcing the cocoa beans, the ones who go out looking for the best beans produced in a lovely way and where they can help communities grow better cacao, knowing how to handle it. Because it's not only how the cocoa beans are being roasted and turned into chocolate in the chocolate maker's kitchen. It's all about how they're grown and how they're harvested and maybe not all of you know that cacao is, is actually a fermented product and the fermentation is incredibly important. So it was a pleasure to also meet the farmers who are the, the key things because without knowledgeable farmers we definitely won't have chocolate. And that's why I really enjoyed this event uh, at Chocoa because there were so many knowledgeable chocolate makers who understand the difference between cacao and cacao. They all want to know um, where the cacao comes from. A lot of them source their, uh, their beans through um, different organizations. They go to the plantations themselves, they visit the farmers and they want to know every step of the way, which means that they really know. So when you buy a chocolate bar, 
don't only ask where the cacao, cacao comes from, it's, if it's from Ecuador, if it's from Vietnam, ask where it's been produced. Who are the chocolate makers? And do the makers care about where the cacao and where the chocolate comes from? There's a lot of them out there who make their own chocolate and who knows everything and are really curious about the process. So support them when you have the chance. So always ask questions. I'm going to leave this talking about sourcing and harvesting and get back to tasting. At the festival, of course, I tasted a lot of these chocolates that I haven't been able to get my hands on before and I've absolutely blown away with the different flavor profiles. I got to try a chocolate bar that brought me straight back to my childhood. It's the one that has really stuck with me. Uh, it's a bar that tastes like blueberry and it made me think about my grandma's blueberry pie. When you have that speechless moment when you try a bar of chocolate, then you know that they've made a great decision with the pr presentation and with the, the making of the chocolate bar. This bar was by White Label, an, an American company. So, of course, it's really hard to get a hold of those normally in, in the European market. So keep your eyes out for that bar. It's absolutely amazing. And... I also got to experiment the taste with color, as I mentioned before. So if I would have painted this blueberry bar, spontaneously you would think blueberries, blue, and that's one of the key things with taste with color. So that when we taste something, some people see colors. I don't necessarily. Uh, but Hazel Lee does, and that's why she created this Taste with Color map. So it's a beautiful map. You'll be able to see it on our social media. So I'll post it both on Instagram and on Facebook with some uh, pictures of uh, what can be created when you taste with color and paint what you taste while eating chocolate. So she created this beautiful, colorful sheet and within the different color movements you will see different flavor notes that can be found in chocolate such as vanilla such as lemon such as blueberry etc and it's easy to imagine some of them as citrusy notes go in with orange and yellow colors Whereas if we go towards the browner colors in the color map, you will have the, the this flavor that we most associate with chocolate, most people at least, which is the cacao flavor. Or you go with brownie or maybe you even feel the earthiness or woodiness of the cacao. Because depending on where it's from and how it's been processed, how it's been made, how the maker has put their love into this chocolate bar, you will have all these different flavors. For most people, if you haven't trained your taste buds, you have a, it's difficult to see what, see what you taste or feel what you taste and to be able to express it. That's why there's so many different flavor wheels that give ideas of uh, what flavors you can feel when you taste both chocolate, beer, wine, bread. There's flavor wheels for all of these. 
And for most people, it really helps to see the different flavors that you can taste. It helps to express it. If you see that you can express the word fruity, it's easier to think, oh yes, I can taste fruit in this chocolate bar. And if you have words underneath fruity that says red berries or strawberries or raspberry or orange, pineapple, it's easier to do these associations. And in this taste with color, it's taken one step further. So it's connected with color and then different flavor notes. Of course, all the flavor notes that can be found in chocolate aren't on this map because there's so many different flavors that can be found in chocolate, which makes it one of the most diverse flavor um, foods. It's Teabroma Cacao, which is the name in Latin, means food of the gods. So, yes. And when you do this tasting workshop with Hazel Lee, you're given a piece of paper and you're giving... We were given two pieces of chocolate and then we got to taste them, close our eyes and really listen in to what I felt. And the same thing as I try to tell people in my tasting is there's no right and wrong answers. Because we all have our own history with flavors and tastes. I will make associations with the things that I've tasted and smelled in my life when I taste the chocolate. So uh, in this workshop as well, you're both given the possibility to express your creativity. And I think it helps to let people feel a little bit more at ease when it comes to expressing flavor. Because sometimes people tend to, to be a little bit nervous and feel like, oh, maybe I'm the only one who tastes this, or maybe I'm not right. Am I really tasting this? And as I said, there's no right and wrong answer. And when people get to, to play with it and really dare to express their feelings and tastes, a lot of things can really come out of it. I also thought it was really beautiful that people realized how long a piece of chocolate can last because one piece of chocolate lasted long enough to make a painting. And I make my chocolate last because I like to, to let it melt in my tongue because that's how I enjoy the flavor. But I know a lot of people, when they're outside of a tasting, they eat the piece of chocolate. But still, you can let that piece of chocolate last because you can think about it while you eat it you can remember the taste after it's melted in your mouth and feel how the, the texture lingers in your mouth and how the aromas stay. How long is the flavor going to stay with you? And when you paint and when you do something with that and don't just continue eating, you can really enjoy that to a larger extent. So that's one of the things that I brought with me and something that I want to share with all of you. When you eat a piece of chocolate, enjoy it as always and make it worth it. Make that one piece of chocolate melt on your tongue and really let it sit with you. I'm going to leave you there and hopefully you can have a colorful weekend with some chocolate. Ciao, arrivederci!